Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. So 30 years ago, my world was rocked. My husband and I welcomed identical twin boys into our home. And at the age of 23, I was a mom to a beautiful two and a half year old daughter and two sweet but very, very small baby boys. And my husband and I were so excited, but to be honest, we also were a bit terrified. <laughs> Here we were, so young, and we had three children under the age of three. And to say we were a bit overwhelmed would be quite an understatement. <laughs> oh, where was a coach when I needed one, right? Anyway. As I lie in bed this morning and I was reminiscing about this day 30 years ago and the subsequent years that followed, I thought about my younger self. I thought about I thought about myself during that time and and what and then I thought what would I want to tell her? What would I want to tell her right now? Have you ever wondered about that? Have you ever wondered what you would tell your younger self knowing what you know now? Well, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, I don't know, but I did. And so today I decided that for this podcast, I wanted to share 10 things that I would tell my younger self if I had the chance. So here it goes. So as I think about my 23-year-old self, I can picture her right now (laughs) running around like a chicken with her head cut off, trying to do all the things that a young wife and a mother of three completely dependent children needed her to do. And in between the feedings and the changing of the diapers, she's screwing around helping her toddler to get dressed and fed and doing her best to make sure that her daughter never felt neglected or too neglected anyway, because two babies really takes up a lot of time. And at the same time, she is so busy trying to keep the house clean and organized and everyone fed and heaven forbid even eat herself. And then thinking ahead to dinner time and what what were they going to have for dinner that night? The laundry is piling high and her energy is running low and she is so worried about doing it all and having everything be just right whatever that means, right? <laughs> that she and she doesn't want anyone to know that really she's struggling to keep it all together. So she works extra hard to make it appear that she does have it all together. And it's so exhausting. She's exhausted living up to these expectations of herself. But she keeps pushing herself forward and she cringes Every time someone comments about how she can do it all, but deep down, she doesn't, and she doesn't want to pretend anymore. So there I am. I picture my older self, me, now at the age of 53, coming in and asking her 
to just sit with me for a while. And I can picture her looking at me and hesitating because she knows that chaos will ensue if she takes even a moment to sit down. But I reassure her that everything will be okay. And so she reluctantly sits next to me while the babies are sitting in their bouncy seats, content for right now, and her two-and-a-half-year-old is quietly coloring in her coloring book. I know she's trying her best to relax, but I can totally see the tension in her body as she anticipates one or all of her children needing something from her at any, any second. I see myself putting my arms around her, my 23-year-old self, and I notice that her body starts to relax a little bit. And we sit just for a moment in complete silence. There's so much, so much I want to tell her and so much wisdom I've learned through the years, but only when she's ready. So there we sit. And a few minutes passes by. And then that 23-year-old me looks at my 53-year-old self with tears in her eyes. And she asks, will this ever get any easier? Is this what my life is going to be like from now on? (laughs) At this moment, I smile and I hug her tightly. And then I share the following things. Number one, things will not be like this forever. Although you may think the diapers and the feeding and the constant dependency are here to stay. Every day, every month, every year, it does get easier. And just know that you will have good days and you will have bad days and everything in between. And some days will be so, so busy. And other days... Everything will go just like you planned. There are no two days that are ever the same, and that is 100% okay. Nothing has gone wrong, and you didn't do anything wrong. It's just how life is supposed to be. And understanding this, understanding this will allow you to take every day as it comes. Number two. You don't have to do it all, all by yourself. Now, it's true that you and your husband are definitely two very independent people and have always felt like you should do everything yourself. You should be self-sufficient, and that's a good trait to have. Don't get me wrong, but don't take it to the extreme. Allow people into your life. So many women have already gone through what you are going through right now, and they understand. They get it. And there's no shame at all in reaching out for help when you need it. Even if you feel like you just need a shower or a 10-minute break, we all need each other. And there are so many, so many who are eager to help you in any way they can. And it is 100% okay for you to ask for help or even for just a listening ear. We all could use that. Now, you may think that the women that surround you have never needed any help and have it all together when it comes to being a wife and a mother. But I'm here to tell you, 
Nothing could be further from the truth, really. We all struggle. We all do. And letting people in may not be easy for you. And you may feel pretty vulnerable at first, but inviting others into your crazy, busy, messy life for the support that you need will enrich not only your life, but others as well. Number three, you don't have to be a super mom. (laughs) In fact, there's no such thing. Pushing yourself to have this spotless, immaculate home and children on a perfect schedule and dinner on the table every night when your husband gets home sounds like such a lovely goal. I know, but it can be, it can really put an so much pressure, an overwhelming amount of pressure on yourself, especially when those days go awry. They just don't go as planned. When the kids are sick or extra whiny or making, and this just makes you so mentally and physically exhausted. I get that you want your house in order. I get it. And your family well taken care of. And those are great. But it's not worth it when it requires you to neglect your own well-being. Now you can decide what is the minimum baseline that you will allow for yourself to feel peace with your home, your family, and yourself. But just remember to make the choice to give yourself patience and grace and compassion along the way. There will be plenty of time for a spotless house if that's what you want. But just take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And doing this, doing this will allow you to be so much more present with yourself and with your family. Number four, take time to just sit. (laughs) That's right. Just sit, sit down and notice what happens. You don't even have to do it for long periods of time if you don't want to, but On the other hand, if you do, that's okay too. It's entirely up to you. But just take the time to give yourself a break and sit down. You will be so glad that you did and your family will be too. Number five, if you want to just take a day and cuddle with your babies and cuddle with your little girl and cuddle with your husband, then do it. The dishes and the dust can wait And you will not spoil any of them by cuddling them too much. Number six, choose to laugh. (laughs) Don't take yourself and your life so seriously. It's okay to be silly and look for the humor in every situation. Oh my goodness, so much tension can be released when you just smile and laugh. Oh, I wish, I wish. I would have done more of this. And this is something that may not come naturally to you. But that is why I suggest that you choose, choose to do this. The more you practice smiling and laughing, the better you will get. And the better you and your family will feel in the long run. Number seven, trust yourself. (laughs) This is huge. Trust yourself and Trust the Lord to guide you. 
There are so many experts out there wanting to give you advice on how to be a good wife, how to be a good person, how to raise your family. And sometimes the chatter becomes so intense and so, so loud. But remember, the Lord knows you and he knows your children and he knows that you are the best mother for your children and you won't be perfect. You won't be perfect. You're not supposed to be. But you are the perfect wife and the perfect mother for your husband and your children. You will make mistakes along the way, just like everyone else does. But instead of beating yourself up over every little mistake, allow yourself to be curious about them and be compassionate with yourself. And when you're curious and compassionate, that's when you learn and that's when you grow and you can move forward. Number eight, oh, you will feel so many new feelings and emotions during this stage in your life. Don't try to resist them. Don't try to react to them, but allow yourself to really feel them and Don't tell yourself that feeling those emotions are wrong or that you shouldn't because guess what? You are. Listen to what those feelings are telling you. And I want you to know this, that there is no shame, no shame whatsoever in getting help to sort these emotions out if you need to. You will demonstrate such great strength if you do this. Help is always, always available. Number nine, don't give up on doing the things that you enjoy. If you love to sing, sing. If you love to paint, paint. If you love to read, read. Whatever it is that you love to do, do it. You may not have the same amount of time that you did before, but you can always find a little bit of time every day to do something that you love doing. And believe me, doing the things that you enjoy doing will bring you so much joy, so much fulfillment, and it will strengthen you emotionally and set such an amazing example for your family as well. And number 10, enjoy every stage. (laughs) I know this sounds daunting, and maybe it's hard because not every stage is going to be as fun as another stage. Believe me, I know. But each stage, each stage will bring a different set of joys if you choose to find them. As I hug my younger self goodbye, I will remind her of how much she's loved and valued, especially, especially on those days when her clothes are stained with spit up Her hair is a complete mess. There's no makeup on. The dishes are still in the sink. And macaroni and cheese is as gourmet as it gets for dinner. I will tell her that she is truly an amazing woman. All right, my friends. That is what I have for you today. Think about what you would do, what you would say, where you would be when you talk to your younger self. All right, have an amazing week and I will see you next time.
Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.